You're listening to the Laugh Factory Podcast Network. For more shows, visit the podcast page at laughfactory.com. Hello. This certainly isn't how I uh, Hello. envision this or plan this. Uh, but, but I am going to retire. Uh, this is not an easy decision. Uh, honestly, it's the hardest decision of my life. Uh, but it is the right decision for me. Uh, for the last four years or so, I've been in this cycle of injury, pain, rehab, injury, injury pain, rehab. Uh, and it's been unceasing and relenting, unrelenting, both in season both in, and off season. Uh, and I felt stuck in it, and the only way I see out uh, is, is to, to no longer play football. Uh, it's, it's taken my joy of this game away. I don't even know why I try anymore, Bill. Yeah, well, there's a couple comments. I'm fucking say. stuck in it. Number one is... Uh, two days! Two, yeah. two weeks before the season. Have a drink. Yeah. Number one... How shitty is your town that you're so depressed when a quarterback <laughs> retires? Number two, if you look at the body language of that video and you listen to the way he's talking, it sounds like that's like recycled, recycled material he's hearing from his nagging wife and his nagging mother. Oh, that's where you're mother. going with it. I think he's got some maybe psycho mama issues in the, in the attic telling him like, Andrew, you're a good boy. What are you doing with your life? And I think he's a little bit henpecked. I think he's a little bit he, of a he is, he is, he, is, is he an only child? He's a newlywed. He just got married. Is he an only child? He just got married a month and a half ago. Oh. Coincidence? <laughs> a month and a half ago, he got married. Like two months. And yeah. he's going, this, and can you imagine his wife like, you know, that ender cycle of pain, rehab, rehabilitation, and, 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 and he heard it for a month and a half. I don't even know. By the way, listen, Why to, do I listen, try, listen to the way he talks. Why? He always goes, he's very, goes, he's got a, he's got a mucusy thing going on. Well, he's also kind of going up at the end, so he's at, it, it's sounding more like a question than a... He's not is like, this, is this I'm psychology? going to retire. He's like, I'm going to retire, Yeah, and I think this is the end of it. But right. he's not convinced. I'm not listening to a man convinced of his own convictions in that statement oh, at so all. So you think, you think old Andy Luck may come back, huh? After he's, I think he's going to come back He's a couple sure. years in the newlywed uh, thing. Name one big-time quarterback who quit at the height of the game and never came back. I mean Brett Favre, uh, and I'm Troy Aikman. Nobody. Well, no, that's. I think that's what makes it kind of such a unique situation. Is quarterbacks don't quit when they're 29. They don't. He's not. And going they to just quit. threw 39 touchdowns. Yeah, I'm you telling know? you, it's he, just so crazy to me. And like Indianapolis is this type, very nice town. I love Indianapolis. I'm from Indianapolis. You know, first of all, it's it's hard not to feel like like we're cursed. You know. I think. What do you, you know, mean you're cursed? All the all the all the good curses are gone now. You know, like Boston curse is gone, which was a great curse. That was a great curse. All time curse. And we fucked it up. <laughs> Fucking Cubs, great curse. Yeah. All time. That was a fun curse. All right. Wait, there are no more curses left. There's no more curses left. Wait a minute. How can there be? All right, but look. Since 2000, with with Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck, we only get one ring. On top of that. All our players get hurt. This is all the shit that's happened since the year 2000. Luck retiring at 29, mm -hmm. okay? Victor Oladipo tears his fucking knee in half, okay? Misses he tears a year. his knee in half? 
Not literally, but his like quad or one of those things. Okay, but okay, that's a good but Tuesday in NFL. He's okay. stuck. He's 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 out. He's yeah. out. So we miss him, and we're third in the East when this is happening. Far better than Philadelphia or Boston. Paul George snaps his leg in half. Mm-hmm. You know, um, previously. Then before that, Peyton Manning's neck injured in 2009, and uh, before that, with our awesome fucking squad. Danny Granger's knee all of a sudden stops working. And, of course, the most cursed night of them all. I'll never forget this. Sean was a wee little lad in Bloomington, Indiana. Full head He's of hair. Full head of hair. Good-looking guy. How did you wear your hair when you had hair? I can't even imagine It was you very, hair. like, jew froy. Yeah. It was like a jew fro meets Kobe. Were you, like, Kobe. spinning in high school? No. 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 Not college. College. And I took Propecia in okay. college. And that, that, that bought me a few more years. <laughs> Yeah, I recommend that. That's the hair, that hair PEDs. You but you know? look good bald, bro. So I, I've been told I have a nicely shaped head. Yeah, it's nice. You can grow facial hair like a good jihadist. Oh, so, a great uh, facial. I, I sculpt this shit. Like you see, I got the depth going on right now. You gotta. Yeah. You can't let them touch. If you let them touch, you go jihad. If you if you cut them, it's Johnny Depp. <laughs> yeah. Because Johnny jihad. If I was going bald and I can't grow facial hair, I, would, <laughs> I could only play devil people. Well, you'd be like. Like the weirdest looking alopecia guy ever. Yeah, I'd just be like, look evil, like powder. Like Nazis or something. It'd be remember awful. powder? Yeah. Pow- people don't remember powder. Y- you know, Sean Patrick Flannery, who was powder. Shut up. Boondock Saints? Yeah. He was powder? He was powder. Guess what? He's like a fourth degree black belt Brazilian jiu jitsu expert. That's one of those weird movies that I think about every three months for no reason. <laughs> I'll just be sitting there, like, you know, waiting for a bus or something and just think about. Powder, what man. was his special power? Fucking powder. He could harness the power of the sun or something? What could he do? <laughs> he was, I think it was too vague and ambiguous. Like the screenwriters never actually defined it, yeah. you know? So it just kind of like, he could kind of just do anything. But he could like, like the, the scene that I think about was remember the hunter shoots the deer. Uh-huh. Right? And the deer is dying. Yeah. And he and puts he his hands the on the oh, deer yeah. and then he grabs the hunter. And yeah. the hunter feels the pain of the deer dying. Oh wow! And he doesn't like hunt anymore. That was the first pro-vegan movie that was made. <laughs> yeah, that and he opens up all the lockers at the high school. Those wow. are the those are the wow. two scenes I remember. I know it was amazing. But, okay, uh, back to this asshole. So okay, okay, so a week, uh, two weeks before the season. If you want to retire, do it in the off season. You know, we have Wait, a you great. Say what happened to you when you were a young kid and you had a full head of hair? You were going to say something happened. Oh, oh yeah, the last curse. And we were up by Detroit, twenty points on Detroit. Like we have the best team in the NBA. Reggie is going to get his ring. You know, I've only truly cared about two sports figures in my life. You know, uh, Reggie Miller and Peyton Williams Manning, mm-hmm. the great Peyton Williams Manning. Mm-hmm. May the Lord bless him. Yes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So those are the two guys that I really, really care about. And so I leave my house. We're up by Detroit on 20, and Detroit ends up winning the ring that year or they had previous year or whatever. And I get to my friend's house, and this is kind of like pre where you're on your cell phone all the time. Yeah. And they're like, Sean, did you see what happened? And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? What happened? He's like, we're in a fight. I go, a fight? With who? Uh, yeah. Like, we're fighting the Pistons? And no, they're like, we're fighting Detroit. I was like, what do you mean Detroit? <laughs> we're fighting the entire city of Detroit. Was you it know? the Ron Artest one? That was the Ron Artest fight. Oh. Dude, and I turn on the TV in sports center, and what do I see? Ron Artest just stomping fools out, bro. Uh, you know? Daniel Tosh is the best going joke after, about that. Going after, after those way. fans, like, like, you know, like, 
I don't even like they're a white woman angry at, at the manager at Chili's or whatever. You know what I mean? Just stomping motherfuckers. Can I steal the Daniel Tosh yeah, joke please to talk do about it. this? It wouldn't be the first time you stole a Daniel Tosh hey, joke. Hey, come on, man. That's not true. <laughs> so, <laughs> Go ahead. My favorite joke, he goes, everyone says, he goes, this is what happened. Someone threw a cup of water at him. Yeah. Everyone knows that NBA players can't swim. He thought he was drowning. <laughs> That's really bad. So he, he ran up in the stands. If a chubby white guy gets in your way, you knock him the fuck out. Yeah, yeah. What totally. a great way to put in racist tropes into the middle of a funny joke. Anyway. Yes, thank you for that. No, but, <laughs> dude, and we had that ring there, baby. It was just like right there for everybody to see, just right there. And they got fucked never, up. The, the Pacers have never won a, a championship? Not an NBA. We won like two or three in the ABA. Oh, I should think go. <laughs> Why doesn't it go? I don't know. Were, were black people living around during the ABA? <laughs> yeah, black, the ABA was like all black people. Oh, okay. Like, you don't remember Jackie Moon, the, the Will Ferrell movie? Oh, that's Where they're right. all like, that's ABA ball. That, oh, that, had okay. some, that had a little flavor on it. Yeah. You know, that's like if you do, did a few lines at halftime, no one was really going <laughs> to notice. They encouraged it, yeah. They had a hot tub probably in a couple <laughs> of those rooms. I don't know. So it's crazy. So a week, a week before the season now. Luck retires. And and this is like this is like I have to say we have the best GM that we've ever had in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. In in either sport. Why? Well, what he's done basically is he's drafted pretty much talent in every round of every draft. So last year he drafted uh Quentin Nelson and uh what's his name? Darius Leonard, who are two as rookies. Uh Rookies, they were all pro. Yeah. So there hasn't been two. Which is amazing. Two all pro rookies since Gail Sayers and Dick Buckus in like fucking '65, bro. You did. In motherfucking you did some deep Google 65. searches for that. One. Yeah. In '65. No, my brain just remembers this thing. <laughs> my brain remembers these facts, but it can't remember when I have sets <laughs> and what time they are. So I missed them. Yeah. And then nice. people get mad at me. You know what I mean? So yeah, I wasn't the only one mad. But it's just like uh, okay. So, what, like, what I'm is, so, uh, so he got booed when he went back to Indianapolis, He right? got booed when he went back to Indianapolis. He did get booed. But even more than that, um, I wasn't the only one a- a- uh, angry. Of course not. At Andrew Luck. There was also a certain former football player who was angry at Luck. Ooh. We'll let him take it away. Yeah, let's hear it. Hey, now. Yeah. Andrew Luck. What did I do to you? It's OJ. You could have retired an hour and a half ago before I picked you in my fantasy picks. I mean, what did I do, man? I've been a fan of yours. Why would you do this to me? Come out of retirement. I'm just saying. Uh-oh. You know what? Yo, if you're either Andrew Luck or a waiter in Brentwood, you should run right yeah, now. Yeah, I was like, you should get full 24-hour <laughs> detailed security on him right now. Dude, I think OJ's broke. What we should do as Colts fans is we should get, a, what do they do, a Kickstarter? Like a GoFundMe? Which is a GoFundMe yeah. of uh, just to get OJ to follow Andrew Luck around yeah. until he plays. And by the way, that was a very coded message. He's coming out of retirement, like, to murder again. Yes, I love it. That's what he's saying. And you know, serial killers are all, all into codes and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, that shit means stuff to them. Yeah, he goes, I retired from murdering, but maybe I'm going to murder again. <laughs> this OJ go, is OJ. just like one of the craziest stories. I just love how OJ still, like people still like follow him around and hang out with him. Like, oh, good old OJ jumping the Hertz rental car- counter. Yeah, yeah. And well, he did, I mean, he robbed his own stuff. Like they had his stuff. Yeah. Like when you see the trial that like ESPN did like legit a 20-hour docuseries mm-hmm. into OJ. Mm-hmm. And... 
the thing that they pinch him for at the end is stealing his own memorabilia back. Mm-hmm. You know, and at the trial, the judge is like pretty much like, yeah, we all know you got away with murder, and then and then. so they gave them they gave him the maximum penalty, which yeah. is like thirty years for like you know whatever the robbery was, which nobody ever gets. But someone was held at gunpoint during that robbery, right? Wasn't there yeah. a gun involved? No, it was weird. It was like, yeah, there's one line that fucks him. I remember seeing the video, and it's like, it's like, uh, uh, he's like, yeah, don't let anyone leave the room, and that's what that's fucked kidnapping. Him. Yes, technically, it's weird to think but that to he be would fair, murder people and then also <laughs> say something like that. OJ is capable of far worse, so I feel like baby yeah. steps. Yeah, exactly. You know? So maybe now he'll just, like, take out Andrew Luck's knee or something. Maybe rehabilitation does work. You know, but so I got to—the people of Indianapolis were kind of against me because I was tweeting very mean things. What were you saying? Like, I hope Andrew Luck tears his ACL in yoga class. You know what I mean? That would be ironic. (laughs) You know, I hope he rips out his fucking quad while he's— you know, at Whole Foods or well, something. Here's here's the thing, though. This is the thing about the whole NBA and sports and everything. People get fucked up and they die and they get injured doing all sorts of dumb shit, walking right. down the street. So you might as well do it while you're making millions of dollars entertaining people. Right. And, you know, that that's true. And he's he's leaving $59 million on the table. Woo, that's worse than Chappelle. It's it's like the Chappelle, the OG yeah. Chappelle. Well, Chappelle got it back now. Yeah. But you know <laughs> what I mean? It's like, but I understand why Chappelle did. You know what I mean? And I guess I understand why Luck is doing this, too. Because he has a wife who's a harpy. <laughs> Period. Period. There's no other reason. Do you think Free Solo? Do you think that would happen with Free Solo? I, I did Triple E's podcast, uh-huh. and I brought up that exact specific example. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're doing something, when you're going to war, and, and this applies either way, I think having a love, and something especially dangerous, having a loved one there is detrimental. That's why you don't take, you know, your spouse, your your husband or your wife with you to fucking Afghanistan or Iraq. I mean, it's not exactly the same thing. But with Free Solo, it was. As soon as she showed up, as soon as he had to worry about somebody else looking at him falling through somebody else's he eyes. Injured. He got, he fell twice within a span of three weeks. And he had like never fallen before, yeah. you know? So I, I do think there's something about him being a newlywed and him going through so many injuries and then having to deal with this again. And then you see people who have like CTE and can barely walk. And, sh- and of course, you know, your family members are going to be like, why are you doing this? You already have 30 million. But you know what I say to that? What? Fuck off, you selfish people. I agree. Put your body on your line for my entertainment. Exactly. I'm not entertained. Not to mention the fact <laughs> that in 10 years, everyone's going to have robot parts anyway. So exactly. You'll be fine. Exactly. Be able but to three walk. weeks before the season, we have Awful. fucking awesome secondary, a great, the best offensive line in the league. In five years. He won't, for even, sure. he won't even get, in the he won't league, get touched. You think? In the fucking league. In the fucking league. Yeah. You know, and we have great receivers. Deion Kane coming on. It's just such a waste. How's and here's, new, here's, here's, yeah. here's where I drew consternation from indie fans. Because I never was all the way with the Colts after what they fucking did in 2012. Okay? And that's cut Peyton Manning. I said it that day. I said it the day after. And I said it every day. After that, to the point where my dad tells me I need to get therapy so I can let <laughs> shit go. I said, no, Dad, I won't let shit go. And that's, we never should have cut Peyton Manning. So you think you created a new curse? That was the. That that created a curse cutting Peyton Manning. It's like trading Babe Ruth. I I think it created certain karmic, you know, residue. 
You won't say you won't say curse because you don't want to. No, damn I'm not your team. a filthy pagan, bro. <laughs> I don't believe in witchcraft and fucking curses. You know what I all mean? Right, all right. God damn. Um, no, no. I, I, I just think. I just think. I feel vindicated. Yeah. You know, if you look at the four years um, Peyton had versus the four years that Luck had afterwards, where they both were. First of all, Luck only played 31 more games than Peyton did. You know, mm-hmm. in, in terms of their, uh, in terms of when they were there, which so you 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 trade a guy who built your city, literally built the skyline. Okay, I want you guys, Colts fans, everybody else there to understand this about Peyton Manning. Okay, he is literally Indiana Jesus. Okay, he's the mm-hmm. Indiana Pope. We would not have the infrastructure and skyline downtown, really, without Peyton Manning, because we wouldn't have had a new stadium without Peyton Manning. Which spurned all that investment. I don't know. I feel like I that's see, I see Gwyneth Paltrow saying she invented yoga in America. <laughs> I see the look of uh, skepticism on your face. And that's for one simple reason. All of that is directly tied to the Indianapolis Colts. All of that civic development. Okay? And that civic development would not be there without the Indianapolis Colts. Okay? okay? So when Peyton Manning was coming around, and even when he was there, there was a good chance, a better chance than a lot of people realize now that Indiana was going to be the team in Los Angeles. And not mm-hmm. the Rams. And yeah. not um, San Diego. Definitely not San Diego. You know? But, uh, yeah, San Diego is, like, just, like, such an unwanted, like, team. No one gives a shit. No one cares. Yeah, it's like, it's like you know. Man without a country. Daddy got married to the new family. <laughs> he doesn't give a shit anymore. <laughs> it's crazy. But, so, we, they would be the Los Angeles Colts without Peyton. So yeah. there'd be no Lucas Oil. There'd be none of that. He literally built. Uh, he 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 was such a great ambassador for Indiana and and just everything. And he really built that franchise. So to, at the first chance, at the first chance, and this really disappointed me in in Indy fans. At the first chance, we had to cut the guy. Yeah. The first chance, we had to run away from the guy. They did it. He broke his neck. Yeah, but for the so for the twenty two year old from Stanford, for for the young for the young brunette, you, you're trading your old. Your old, your old flame with a broken The one that neck? has been there, the one that has paid the goddamn bills. She's paid the bills. Well, you got to be a gym teacher, Bill. She was a Look. fucking neurosurgeon. Yeah, the top of her field, and she lets you be a fucking gym teacher. If okay, she gets and as a soon hangnail, as a I'm twenty-two, you know, which is actually uh, <laughs> shout out Mr. Reisky. That was our <laughs> our sixth grade gym teacher, uh-huh. and he would come wearing a stupid fucking Hummer polo shirt because he had a Hummer. And he, he had wanted, a Hummer. He was a gym teacher. Yeah, he what had his a wife Hummer. Do? Exactly, his wife was a fucking neurosurgeon or something. Wow, you know. So she's off like saving the world, and this guy's coming being a dickhead to like seventh grade kids with his fucking two tight whitey tighties and shit. Oh, you know what I wear mean? those tight little cargo shorts. Yeah, and we didn't have minorities to pick on, so we found the one poor white kid we had from mm. the wrong side of the tracks. I remember he made him cry one day. <laughs> he told him he was never going to amount to nothing. <laughs> He said he'd see him in the papers and pick him up from, or see him, uh, read about him in jail one day. Was he day. fat? No, he was like, he was like small man cut. Like uh, he had a Napoleon thing going on and maybe mm-hmm. a, a latent homosexuality somewhere in there too. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? Because how do you have three different polo hummers? You know, or, or Hummer polos. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm not quite sure I know what a Hummer polo is, but those L- oh, two no, no, should no. not be next to each other. Like a polo shirt. That said Hummer on it. With a Hummer, like little Hummer instead of a polo thing. And he and had, had a Hummer, Hummer. On and he had a hummer. I want to find that guy and just beat the shit out His of him. His name right is now. Mr. Reisky, dude. Let's contact him. He looks him like he could scrap, bro. He looks like he could scrap, but he did not it right. Now. He did it right. But I think that's what somebody <laughs> should do to Andrew Luck. Put him in a room and tell him he's not going to mount. Now, what's going to happen with Andrew Luck is he's going to be mowing the lawn in his house one day, and his wife is going to come out and 
nag him about the trash mm. or nag him about the garbage. Yeah. There's going to be some sort of weird thing. Mm. He's going to be with his kids. He's going to go, wow, kids deep down are stupid. Yeah. And then he's going to go, I need to get back in the locker room. But luck likes buildings. He's yeah, but smart everything's built. built. Where's he gonna likes go? Dubai? buildings. He likes he's architecture. Go to Saudi Arabia. What's going to everywhere built he up? goes? He gives a tour of the local architecture. But I want to do this. So we never should have cut Peyton Manning. Okay, here in the four years that they both played, and this includes, uh, I think, Manning's shit year, uh, 2012 to 2014. Uh, Peyton's record: 38 and 10. Luck's record: 33 and 15. Uh, Peyton's passing yards per average, 4,900. Andrew Luck's passing yard per average, 4,300. TDs to interceptions. Luck, 86 to 43. My boy, P Money. How many does my boy P Money have? 127. 131. More touchdowns. 50 more touchdowns and 10 less interceptions. 36. You said he broke his neck. He threw 35 TDs the year after he broke his neck. He threw 55 the year after that. Yeah, but I also think that something happened. Give it up for my boy Payton. I think some weird bionic man, Steve Austin. Never should have cut him. I think they did some weird shit with his neck and they infused him with some sort of like ancient technology and Bro, they, he went to Germany. He went to the same people Kobe and Tiger did, okay? There were no and illegal they just, they gave all this illegal That shit steroids. was on Al Jazeera. And what do we know about Al Jazeera? Okay? On the up and up. <laughs> so they got uh they got when they got booted off of air, they asked Peyton about it and he goes, uh, I'm sure that's uh, really disappointing for all their fan. <laughs> <laughs> for all their fans. Or like it was like for all their viewer. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Ah, ah, dude, that is my least favorite moment. We were disloyal to the only man that we had reason to show loyalty towards. Yeah. And I call out Colts fans for this every day and every chance that I can get. Why Colts and fans? Some hate me for it. Because they so willfully embraced Andrew Luck after it. They And even to this day, a lot of them do. You know, and I just thought it was a terrible decision. And, you know, say we hate the Patriots, we hate the Patriots, but the Patriots were way more loyal to Tom Brady That's than true. we were to Peyton Manning. You know, Belichick wanted to get rid of Brady or Keith Garoppolo. Really? This is from, you know, what, the, what you hear. Belichick wanted to keep Garoppolo. Garoppolo was going to be Belichick's legacy. Mm-hmm. That here we, in a similar situation, we have another 15 years of a franchise quarterback. Same way the Colts had, right? And Robert Kraft... He of Asian hand jobs, you know, yeah. said no. Yeah. We're not gonna do that. Brady's our boy, we're gonna roll with that motherfucker. Yeah. Which I get. Yeah, particularly we get I a good hand job, that. you relax, you make good decisions. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Our, our boy Jim is all like liquored up and shit. <laughs> he got pulled over with like a, a bottle of prescription pills <laughs> and a duffel bag with like ten thousand dollars worth of cash. Really? Hilarious. I love yeah. him. And he's like one of those guys who wears like those affliction t shirt button up shirts. You don't like those button up shirts with the affliction, with affliction? designs on them. Ugh. You know, like one of those those guys yeah they look like you know walking human hpv yes you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like those guys so and, and not only that what's what and bill you ask what about uh the advanced analytics you say sean what about the advanced analytics? oh yeah what, what about the advanced, advanced analytics approximate value andrew luck 44 peyton manning 50 now i have no relative gauge for what that means but i know 50 is better 50 than 44 is higher it's six higher which means which is a lot yeah yeah so there was a couple of guys who were on my side, and uh, they were getting shit. Dan Dockage, who this is the only thing I've ever agreed with Dan You Dockage should troll every single person 
Oh, on dude, Twitter. These, I have a Colts fan that literally wrote War and Peace on my fucking Twitter. Like <laughs> eight messages in a row about how I was wrong, about how we should never have, uh, you know, my whole thesis was I feel vindicated. We yeah. never should have cut Payton. Yeah. You know, and he wrote eight pages about which he was wrong about every point he made. Mm-hmm. He's like, our offensive line was terrible. Payton would have taken so many hits. Listen up, you fucking yokel. You know nothing about Peyton Manning. Yeah. Okay. You know nothing about football. He had the same shit lied two years earlier, but he he assigns offensive blocking and scheme blocking at the fucking line. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he's a coach on the field. He can do more with shit. He could have six tackling dummies, and he would have been sacked seven times and in a year. Here's you another thing that people get don't, off my page. Here's something people don't want to talk about. Maybe Andrew Luck wasn't so nice to his offensive line, and they're like, oh, fuck it. He can get tackled. I don't give a shit. Because you know what? The quarterback can really engender a lot of fucking compassion. That's why everyone protects Brady like it's a goddamn war. Maybe Andrew Luck's like, fuck that Stanford motherfucker. You ever see uh, one of the classic Kevin Costner, latter day Kevin Costner performances. The Postman? I love Postman, by the way. I love Kevin Costner. <laughs> I feel like Costner's fallen off and he shouldn't have fallen off. He's killing it. He just did that well, movie. Well, now he's back. Now he's yeah. back. Right. But uh, Draft Day. Oh, Draft Day. Did you see Draft Day? I think I saw half of it. Okay, Draft Day is ridiculous. Okay, it's the most ridiculous sports <laughs> move I've ever seen. The trades don't make any goddamn sense. Yeah. It's like it's like little kids trading with baseball cards. Yeah. Like the guy literally makes four trades in like one round. It's stupid. But uh, so he doesn't draft the star consensus number one quarterback, Bo Callahan. Oh, that's right. Bo. Do you know why he doesn't draft Bo Callahan? Because Bo. Because he finds out none of Bo's teammates came to his birthday party. Good call. <laughs> Good call. I agree with that call. Good call. Because that means they're not going to support him when they're in a war. He's a yeah. dick. Yeah. There are people. So? I mean, look, the 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 guy, who, the the gay guy who got cut. Right. 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 Now I'm all for gays in the NFL, and God knows there's a lot of them, but. The reason is those guys were not; those <laughs> well, guys weren't going to support him. So, what are you going to do as a team if you have a team if they're not going to support you? You you got to cut your losses, man. I mean, that may sound like homophobia, but what choice do you have if your team is not going to be supporting you? Bro, I just, I you know I feel like Luck did let down his teammates, and they would never say that. But to retire two weeks before a season in which we are Super Bowl contenders to me is just like. But was he a little bit? Was Andrew Luck a little bit of a choke artist? When push no, came to shove. he was never a choke artist. His teams, his teams were never good enough to actually win. And you know there is there is there is something to this. So to continue with my why we never should have cut Peyton Manning. On top of this, okay. So not only would we have had a better quarterback. I'm sorry, Peyton was a better quarterback until his last year than Peyton Manning. All, yes. all everything backs that up. Okay. Another reason is because there is an organization. Okay. The Illuminati. And this organ, what is the opposite of the Illuminati? <laughs> you know what I mean? Skid Row? Like a shit Illuminati that anything they just touch bungles. Like the people who are star- making Star the Wars. The Trump right administration? Now. <laughs> no. Lord Miller? Don't fucking. No, like okay. I was thinking Kathleen Kennedy and Lucas. Okay, got it. And Ryan Johnson, whatever fucking yokels were yeah. involved in ruining Luke Skywalker and Last Jedi. But that yeah. is a different oh, podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is a different podcast. So what's the opposite of the Illuminati? But I don't know. It is the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> okay. Okay. The Cleveland motherfucking Browns mm-hmm. were offering us 16 draft picks, including what? their entire draft for that pick. And do you know anything about Cleveland Browns draft picks, Bill? No. They're gold, baby. They're gold because they're, they're last place fuck all the time. Bitcoin. 
Yeah. Wait, if you could find a cryptocurrency based on the value of Cleveland Browns <laughs> traffic, we would all be rich men. You know what I mean? So they offered 16 for luck? Yeah, like 13 or 16 for luck, for that luck pick. Luck was the most sure fucking thing since Peyton Manning. The most sure prospect. Like, I, I think it was. There must have been chinks in the armor that people can look back and see now. No, I saw chinks in the armor. Other than the curse that you won't call a curse, <laughs> what other chinks of the armor? No, there were. He was. He was. I, I forget. I, I. I forget if it was McShay or somebody. He. He goes. I've been doing this since one. Since the year two thousand, and luck is the only perfect grade I've had on a prospect. Wow. You know, and Which the chink in Luck's sign. armor is he doesn't always have great velocity on the ball. Mm-hmm. So especially when he was coming out of high school. Um, and you know they had he went to he went to Manning's passing academy. You know Peyton Manning has a very famous passing academy, and they were watching they were watching him. And you know luck it looks like his balls sail, especially at that younger age. But they would get to where they need to go. But they had a lot of air underneath them and not a lot of velocity. And somebody said that to Peyton. And Peyton's response he goes sure has a lot of air. He goes yeah. Peyton goes but the ball gets where it needs to go when it needs to. Mm. You know. So so it's was, Peyton's fault basically. He was always knocked. His arm strength, his deep arm strength was his question. Okay. But it's thought that he answered those questions. But I looked at the way that he thought through the ball. And I said, this is not an arm that's going to age well. You know, mm. I don't see him being able to play until he's 40 like Brady. You know, because his, his mechanics are a little weird. They're a little airy. Yeah. You know, I didn't think that made he retire 29, you know. But so play out this alternate scenario. Mm-hmm. Let's play out a, a what if. We are Stephen Strange looking at the thousand million different possibilities, right? <sighs> Luck ends up on the Cleveland Browns, okay? Mm-hmm. He retires seven years later now. Yeah. What is the headline for the NFL and the Cleveland Browns? Um, the almost could have been Cleveland Browns. It's The Browns have fucked it up again. Yeah. Can you believe the Browns? The worst organization in the history of sports. Yeah. What's the opposite of the Illuminati? The Jets. <laughs> now it is the Jets. <laughs> but they, would, they wouldn't hear the end of it. You would not be able to scrape the shit off the side of Cleveland Stadium. It would be yes. stucco on that building. Andrew Luck is going to come back. And, and we would have, have two mediocre years, and he's going to be over. <laughs> I promise you. We would have been great this year with him. But so so, so then couple that with 16 picks with the Colts. You, you roll with Luck. You roll with our boy Peyton for another three, four years. Three, four years? He played for four more years. Went to two yeah, Super Bowls. So. Went to two Super Bowls, won one, and set the uh, NFL touchdown record. Okay, heard and it. And all, the all-time NFL passing yards record. All right, calm down, record. Sean. All right. all right. So everyone looks at fucking Peyton's four years in Denver like his anemic old man. Yeah, all he true. did is fucking win. win. And uh, and so we would have had all those picks, and Peyton would have finished in blue. Because guess what? If you don't have loyalty in sports, all you have is laundry. You know what I mean? Mm. It's, that, it's that old uh, Seinfeld joke. You're, you're rooting for dirty laundry. You know what I mean? It's the personalities behind it. It's the people. So if you're not going to have loyalty in sports, you're going to sell Peyton down the river for the next thing that comes along. Don't be surprised if that guy only plays 31 more games. Now, wouldn't you, in this scenario, Colt Sand, rather have ridden, you know, gone into exile with your king? Didn't you see Lord of the Rings? Return yeah. of the Kings, boy. But what about this, though? What about the new prospect? That would feel the good. New, what about the new quarterback? Maybe he can come and friggin' Aaron Rodgers it. You never know. Jacoby. You never know. You can always have a follow-up that can just fucking kill it. So, I will say this. The guy who's backing up is Jacoby Brissett, mm-hmm. who was drafted by Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick. In the third round. His name That's is a pretty high Jacoby, draft which is the name of a lawyer, so it's a little <laughs> weird. But. 
Wait, you don't think Jacoby's a good quarterback? I don't think you're like, yo, Jacoby. (laughs) You know what I mean? What do you want, like Brock? Just change it to Jake. Rock. Jake. Jet. Chet. Jacoby. Pass me the ball. It's too late. Yeah, yeah. I thought Boomer Esiason had a great quarterback. Boomer. Boomer. Boomer's good. Jacoby. I mean, Peyton is pretty good, too. Peyton. Yeah, if you get hit in an automobile accident, you call Jacoby and Myers. <laughs> but Jacoby's like one of these. He's not a flat earther, but he has like science questions. Oh, he's no. like He's like, if he rises, why is it cold at the top of a mountain? You know, like stuff like that. Oh, he's dumb. Yeah. Which, that's a good well, question. What's the answer to that, by the way? What? If, if he, he rises, <laughs> why is it cold at the top of a mountain? Oh, my God. Do you know? Huh? See, this is one of those the things. air is thinner. The air is thinner. And it doesn't hold the heat? No. Is that true? Or are you yeah, that's true. That is absolutely true. Okay, see, I know. I know. I know things. Um, yeah. So there was only a couple guys on my side in this whole thing. Um, Dan Dockich, who, brought, who retweeted a good point. He was like, interesting comment from a listener. Luck took $100 million from the city of Indianapolis, and what did he achieve here? Any MVPs, any Super Bowls, and we make excuses and act like he's Peyton Manning. Logically, this is hard to argue with. And I will mm. say this. I think it hurt Peyton. Okay. Why? I think it hurt him. Peyton only returned to Indianapolis for the first time in practice this last week, like two weeks ago. And they asked him about Luck. And he goes, I think Luck's going to be ready for week one. <laughs> oh, really? And he always wears Denver Broncos colors and commercials. And he's uh, at Denver camp all the time. We so hurt he, him. We hurt Indiana do you think Jesus. He's sort of sabotaging Luck on the DL. I hope so. To ensure his legacy. I hope so. I hope so. There's a little bit of joy. Peyton Man has a little bit of joy about Andrew Luck Yeah, there's some Schadenfreude. For sure. Yeah, bit. you know how Luck grew up in Germany, and he's like so cultured. Take that word, Schadenfreude. Is he a polyglot? Is Luck a polyglot? Oh, he is. He got... no polyglot should be a quarterback. Period. Why? Why? Why do you think that? Because it makes him too arrogant. You think so? What do you want in a quarterback? I want. I want a quarterback who can, who can take a hit, who can engender loyalty from their offensive line, <laughs> who only has a minimum, maximum one side bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And who uh, believes in the God and country. I love that. I love that. You know who believes in God and country? Peyton Williams Manning. <laughs> the only Republican senator I'd ever vote for. Um, Is he Republican? So Republican. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Da, 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 that was da, perfect. Da. <laughs> uh, speaking of petty beef, uh, I love this. So I was really sad, actually. I was in a slump, let's say. And I was reminded of the words of the great Mookie Wilson, left fielder of the New York Mets. And there's some men who say things, and there's some men, Bill Dawes, who say things that matter. Yes. Mookie Wilson is one of those men. What do okay? you say? You, have you ever been in a slump before with the ladies? Fuck, yeah. With the la- what Whenever do you, I have not. <laughs> I'm always in a slump. When, was, when, when were you in your last lady slump? What do you mean, like, like, like how long is before there, I got Is there a laid? special lady in your life right now, Bill? Uh, currently, right now in my life, there's no one. Okay. What, what, are you in a lady slump now, or have you been in one recently? What do you mean by lady? Will you define what you mean by your terms? Come on. Am I not getting laid? Yes. Oh, <laughs> I can get laid. <laughs> have I gotten laid recently? Maybe not. What, what, do you have something you do when you're in a slump um, to break out of the slump? Yes. When I'm in a slump, what I do is I sleep a lot <laughs> and then I try to go to the gym yeah and exercise take a yoga class mm-hmm. eat better 
I feel like this is how Gwyneth Paltrow battles depression or something. I take goop. <laughs> I rub goop all over my body, and I like. No. Have you jerked off with goop before? This sounds like a oh, uh, the goop jerk Julia off Roberts fucking cream movie. is the best. Um, yeah, I do a little eat, pray, love. Does it also de-age your uh, <laughs> your uh, my ball sack is totally smooth. It looks like it's uh, does been it, bo- it looks like it looks like, like a seven year old's ball sack. Nice. Yeah, nice. they have goop just for the ball sack. Nice. But what do you do to break out of a song? So you, that's what you do. You I th- look, I don't think there's anything wrong with just lying in bed for a few days <laughs> until you're ready to get out of it. I think that's a very comic thing to do. You know what I mean? I don't know. But so this is what Mookie Wilson does. Yeah. Left fielder for the Mets in the 70s, right? Good looking guy. He says, when I'm in a slump, I comfort myself by saying, Mookie, if I believe in dinosaurs, then somewhere they must be believing in me. And if they believe in me, then I can believe in me. Then I bust out. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? I love that. It's like Data's poetry. Think about it. Was he on acid when you said that? Maybe. I I comfort myself when I'm in a slump. I comfort myself by saying I believe in dinosaurs. Then somewhere they must be believing in me. If I believe in dinosaurs, they must be believing in me. What's wrong with that? Is he talking about alligators? Because aren't those the only dinosaurs about left? Dining sharks. Like dinosaurs, dead dinosaurs? dinosaurs? Ghosts? Like dinosaur ghosts? Dinosaurs, bro. Okay, got Dino- it. I think you're thinking too hard about this. I think you're right. I think you're thinking way too hard about this. Could there be something else that he's thinking about other than dinosaurs? No, because he says dinosaurs. That's the quote. <laughs> it's in the fucking newspaper. It's not even online. When did he it's say that? Break. In the 70s. Yeah. When you know everyone how fun was, the 70s you know how many were? drugs he was on when he said that? Yeah, that doesn't mean he wasn't capable. You're one You're of right. these guys that's right. never done it. You know Doc Ellis threw of a, course. Uh, he put threw a no-hitter no on acid. acid. Right. Of course. Don't ever doubt, man. Yeah. So um, continuing my favorite petty beefs of the week. Are you familiar with uh, what's going on with Maria Sharapova and... Uh, and uh, Enrique Iglesias. Enrique Iglesias. Are they together, really? I don't know. I thought they were. It seems like they could be. On the corner No, uh, Serena. So they got a beef. Oh, they right? have beef. They got a major beef. Isn't Maria Sharapova? Is she done? A kind of. They're still right. She was. She was still like the highest paid tennis athlete until like this year or last year. She was making more than Serena until really? like last year with endorsements. And with endorsements because she's fucking hot. Well, yeah, and you know she's only won two matches against Serena, the first two, yeah. and then Serena's won the twenty-three cents, and they still call it a rivalry. I don't no know rivalry. why. It's only a rivalry because she's white, <laughs> and it's the great white hope in tennis. Everyone's always looking for the great white hope. If Maria was not white, they would be like, "This is some." Oh, dude, and she Maria says some dirty things. What'd she say in her autobiography? She like. She it's has an like autobiography? she has an autobiography, and this is not. I, I want to be clear to the audience. This isn't me saying this, but she writes about Serena in very almost animalistic terms. Oh, what she say? Like on the verge of kind of being like racist. outright racist. Yeah, talking about how big she is, how big her arms are and her legs, but mm-hmm. in a way. And then she like, I guess, according to people, made up a story about Serena hyperventilating and crying after they lost. And saying, I can't believe I lost to that bitch, which I guess didn't happen, you know, but I can see if I. First of all, if you say, I can't believe I lost to that bitch, who cares? (laughs) You're you're allowed to say that when you lose. Yeah. I can't believe I lost to that woman. Ugh. Yeah. Call her a bitch. Who cares? You lost. It's sports. You're supposed to be hyper emotional. Right, right. So, um, so her husband, do you know Serena married the guy who founded Reddit? Really? One of the co-founders of Reddit. Yeah, yeah, Good yeah. Good call. Yeah, his name is... What is his name? Buh, 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 buh. Not Brett Ratner. Okay, here's, here's the quotes. Here's the quotes. 
first of all, her her physical presence is much stronger, bigger than t- realized watching on TV. She has thick arms and thick legs. Intimidating and strong. Tall, really tall. Sounds like she's getting turned on by her. I know. I think Serena hated me for being the skinny kid who beat her at Wimbledon. Right? So, on top of this... Uh, okay, so... That's not that bad. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, on top of this... So, her husband's name is Alexis Ohanian. Okay? I think there's some other shit there, too. Okay? So, Sharapova has missed... Like, has failed all these drug tests on top of it. Right? Uh, what? What drugs? Like performance enhancing stuff mm-hmm. that Peyton Manning would never touch. Of course not. <laughs> or Tiger Woods. Or that no one's discovered yet <laughs> in the German labs. Okay, go ahead. But uh, so he shows up yesterday to the US Open wearing a dare shirt. Ooh. People saying open troll a Sharapova. What do you think? I, I think, think that it, is such a troll. Definitely. He, look, he founded Reddit, <laughs> he invented trolling. He knows he exactly how to do a perfect yeah. troll. The guy literally invented trolling. Yes. You know? I think that's so great. I love that. I think that. that's fucking genius. See, How'd she do? Did she lose? Oh, she spanked that ass. Uh, she spanked that little Russian ass. Yeah. She's a little awesome. Putinite, that Sharapova is. You know? So why, she, why Why does she still have a venue? Why she, She's not even winning anymore. Why she, fucking people want to, you know. They want the hot white girl to win. The they white. really do. And she's got the endorsements. You know? Yeah. And she does She does have legacy. I think some of these tournaments, if you won them previously, it's kind of like golf where you yeah. can like come back. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. Sharapova's done, though. She's never going to win a Grand Slam again. But the question is, do you think Serena is done? Will Serena win another Grand Slam? I think Serena is fueled with so much hatred and anger. <laughs> I think she's going to win. Just fueled solely on that. I love Serena. I think Serena is, like, no joke, our closest thing to Michael Jordan. I agree. I think it, w- it was Tiger, but you got to give it to Serena. She's the greatest athlete of our generation. You I know? think that's a good call. And those two sports. But she's, she needs to win a little bit more before she already has that call. She already has 23, which is the record. She needs 25, bro. I never thought anyone would be better than Steffi, and she was better than Steffi. For Much once, better. I love Steffi Graf. You know why? Look at that schnoz on her. You know what I mean? She gave yeah. hope to big-nosed people like myself that we could achieve at a top level, at a high level. And now she's married to Ag- Agassi, right? And, and now kids? look at me, not getting paid to podcast <laughs> Well, yeah, she got married to Agassi. Yeah, yeah. But speaking of comebacks, Mm -hmm. in our final story of the day, Mm -hmm. guess who is back with the Los Angeles Lakers of Los Angeles? Michael Jordan. Michael Jeffrey Jordan is coming back to the Lakers. Psych. But no, MJ could come back and still average 17 now. No doubt. No way. Oh, definitely. Hmm? I know this for a fact. 17 minutes. 17 points. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You don't think so? No way! Oh, definitely. Definitely. Okay. I get reports out of Wizards practice. He still balls with the boys. He Does goes, he really? He goes down to practice. Here's here's a scouting report on 51-year-old MJ. Can still score the ball like a motherfucker. Like, Whoa. those guys still can't guard him. He still has his fadeaway. He can still make moves. You know, like, his offensive game is still there. Yeah. But! No one's touching him. The D is gone. Yeah. There's no more defense. Yeah. He can't play D anymore. No. Because the first thing that goes is the legs. You yeah, know? and you, you think can, they're like really can, trying to block him when he's going for a for ball? For sure, dude. No. For sure. Have you seen NBA players play against little kids? <laughs> they don't give a shit, dude. They don't give a fuck. If you can block Jordan, it doesn't matter if it's 30-year-old Jordan or 51-year-old Jordan. You block Jordan. Yeah. No one's going easy on Jordan, you okay. know? Let alone Ron Artest, who ruined that comeback by breaking his fucking ribs. But uh, that's another podcast. One day we will have a podcast on how the Michael Jordan Wizards era was the most underrated. Average 25 points before he got hurt. Anyways, okay. So guess who is back 
on the Los Angeles Los Angeles Lakers. I'm gonna go with big. He's big. He's annoying. And Lamar none, of teammates, <laughs> none of his teammates have liked him any place he's ever gone. Dennis Rodman. It's a very Wait, unctuous. No, presence. it's a new a new guy. Yeah, black guy. He's been on the Lakers before. He is black. Big black guy on the Lakers. Yes. Shaquille O'Neal. He's back. God damn it! I knew it. Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard. Why? Dwight Howard. Why? Why do you uh, have that? Is uh, that's interesting? But I think most people uh, have that reaction to Dwight Howard. Like he's that guy at the party. It's like he walks in. He's like, oh fuck. I hope he doesn't talk to me. Yeah, you know what it is. I, I think Dwight Howard had some childhood trauma that he never fully resolved, and yeah. it manifests itself in every aspect of his professional life. And until that happens, I just don't buy it. I think he needs to go to Tony Robbins, have a weekend seminar, jump on a trampoline, yeah, get healed by Jerry Falwell or some <laughs> shit. Take some Marianne Williamson because he's got some mental issues. Yeah, it's it's just like. He makes stupid dad jokes. He's super annoying. And they say he's just like a little kid. You know, did you have that friend? Like he walked in a party and it's like, oh, fuck. I, I think that might be me. I got stuck <laughs> fucking talking to this guy. I feel like I'm Dwight Howard. So I'm like, <laughs> fucking known as around. They formed like a like a Chernobyl exclusion zone yeah, around him. There's and I'm something stuck like just black holeish about him. I don't know when it yeah. kicked in, but it kicked yeah. in and nobody fucking liked him. Well, I think he got too arrogant or something. I don't know. <laughs> well, the Lakers straight up told him, yo, don't be an asshole this time. You can't oh, be that's going to work. <laughs> well, he kind of has to listen. It's like his last stop, right? But they asked, they asked, uh, you know, Dwight Howard about this. Does he have a situation. good relationship with LeBron? Um, I don't know. It's going to go tits up in a ditch so bad. He's going to be gone in half a year. I don't know. But so they asked, uh, Hold on, let me see if I can keep this up. First of all, you know, how, how old yeah. is Dwight Howard now? He's not that old. He's got to be... 36? No. He's no. got to be in mid-30s. 31. 32, really? 33. He's 31? 32, 33. He never developed a low-post offensive game enough to uh, uh, like enough to extend his career. And plus, the NBA changed, so it double-fucked him. But they asked him about, you know, you're coming back. What do you need? You've been to all these teams, right? Mm-hmm. And Dwight said, I'm just happy to be in L.A. Why? Because I just need a fresh start. Okay, he's 33. 33. All right, he's got a couple years. He's got a couple years. So, cue back. Dwight Howard says, I'm with the Lakers now. I just need a fresh start. He's only six man, though, right? You're really fucking... I'm really about to intro this clip. And okay, go, 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 go. I'm sorry, go, 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 go. Every time. All right, so very specific setup again. Are you ready for yes, it? Yes, go for it. So they asked Dwight Howard, what's it like to be back in the Lakers? And Dwight Howard was like, I need a fresh start. Cue to his last 10 teens. Why did you think that was going to work, Dwight? Um, starting fresh here in L.A. It's a great feeling just to, to be here, to have a fresh start. Uh, this is a real new beginning for me. It's, it's really just a new beginning for me. It's going to be a great place uh, for me personally uh, to uh, hopefully finish my career here. Uh, today and uh, the rest of you know, my career here, uh, which I plan to be here for until I retire. <laughs> you know. Um, and that, ladies and gentlemen, is the moral of the story. If, if Dwight Howard can start again. Why no. can't we build dogs? It's like Elizabeth Taylor. Like, this marriage is going to last. You <laughs> There's only so many. I mean, I believe that you can, like, your second marriage or your third marriage can work. But by your sixth marriage, you're just a, you're just done. Yeah. You have no more love in your heart. Well, you know, Frank found it with Barbara on, like, the fourth or fifth. Frank Sinatra, you know? 
Frank Sinatra. Yeah. Frank he's with married who? happy with his last 25 years. Frank Sinatra didn't know where he was for the last 25 <laughs> years of his life. <laughs> All right, live question of the week. Okay. Dwight Howard had a fresh start. Is there something Andrew Luck has quit? Is there something that you've quit that you would want a fresh start in in your life? Oh, like a relationship. Anything. Or... It doesn't have to be. It can be professional, spiritual, relationship, you know. Wow. Can, can I pass that to you and think about it first? Yeah. I'll tell you what. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Golden I... Gloves boxing. Yes. I had so much potential. I was so blah, good. Blah, blah. I was so fucking good. I was so good. I was going to be so good. And I quit right when coach wanted me to do golden gloves. It's the biggest mm. regret of my life, Bill. I could be a champion. I could be pretty boy Sean Joshi right now. <laughs> you know, I could have had the dozen, the dozen deal. You know? Yeah. I was Here a go-go dancer and a yoga, t- a yoga teacher. And I, if I kept dancing and being a yoga teacher, I just, I would be probably suffering from injuries from knocking away all the pussy. <laughs> Instead, I got into jujitsu. Nothing drugs. wrong with it, but pussy. <laughs> I wish I was still teaching yoga. Yeah, really. I'd be I'd be a lot healthier. And I wouldn't still, have I feel gut. like that's that's like totally something that you can like do again. But I'm not going to. <laughs> like it's like it's not like you're in Milwaukee. There's so much. You're in L.A. Oh, my body's wrecked. I can't do it. Yeah, look people just that. gotta give up. Dwayne Howard's gotta give up and just sell cars like everyone else. So you're, you're gonna you're gonna pull an Andrew Luck on all those like 35 year old moms out there who need to get back <laughs> in the shape after having those kids, and they walk in, the husband's working too long hours, not paying attention to them anymore, not mm. paying attention. You know why? Because they're paying attention to the secretary, and yeah. she just needs a little something in her life, something to reconnect, and she finds it through yoga and through a teacher, and that mm. teacher is Bill Dawes, and slowly Bill Dawes and her kindle something, and something like a little seed within her starts to flourish, and she starts to yeah. feel life again, and that tree of life is in full bloom. But what you, know? you don't understand is that now I'm the king of the incels, Sean. <laughs> do you have many incels reach out to me every week on fucking YouTube and I Twitter? Did, I did see, I did see a very incel-y thing that you some guy. I'm telling I was you. very sad and depressed, and then I saw your. I get it thing. every week from incels, so that's my new job. Uh, that's your demographic. I'm gonna stop school shootings. Guys who buy mall swords. <laughs> you got the guys who buy those. If I can stop one school shooting. I'm yeah, happy. It's like if Jim Irsay wasn't a billionaire, you know what I mean? That's your demographic. <laughs> yes. Guys who buy affliction button-up t-shirts. You affliction know? button-up. Ugh. Affliction. Is that how it goes? <laughs> yeah. Ugh. That's the pits. <laughs> Thank you, Billy. Thank you. Thank you. It's nice to be on the podcast and not argue with you. I know. It's fun, right? <laughs> I think Bill finally, I, he, he needs to do some yoga. You were so pleasant today. <sighs> I'm usually pleasant, I think. You're very pleasant. Anyway, somewhere to find you, Billy. My name is Bill Dawes. If you want to reach out to me, <laughs> my name's Bill If you want to reach Dawes. out to me on Instagram and tell me about how you're thinking about shooting up a school, but my comedy made you feel better about your life. It's what, 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 Bill what, Dawes. Real quick, what was that before we go? What happened? Like some weird guy contacted Someone, you. Uh, two people contacted me and said, "Just so you know, your videos are, are going viral around the MGTOW sites, which is men going their own way." Shut which the is, fuck up! I swear to they, God, so you are not just saying they're done. I'm not kidding. Like literally, incel guys. And if you guys, audience, literally, if you don't know what incels are, incel stands for involuntarily celibate. Yes. Speaking of Reddit, you yes. know what I mean. Yes. So these people can't get a date, basically. Can't get or laid, a usually. lot of them. They're involuntary. Yeah. Or a lot of them, I feel like, don't accept their sexuality either. Yes. You know what I mean. But so you have these people not able to have sex. Yes. But it's not through their own choice. 
Yes. So they call themselves incels. The incels also, I think, have a certain component of the nice guy to them. That mm-hmm. white knight, nice guy thing. Yeah. You know that guy who's always like, yeah, <laughs> you know, like yeah. There's no PC cause that's not you know. You know PC he, enough for an, him. an incel is the guy who's attempting to be a male feminist, but then they don't get laid and it all backfires. <laughs> And then they become so fucking angry. So they look at me That's because right. a couple of my, like my stay single That's bit. So and they go, right. this poor guy is going to stay single and he can't get laid. And they look at me as like the king of the incels. <laughs> so you, you're the king. You're what they want to be. Yeah, I can't get or laid. Or you give them hope and comfort. You're their opiate for the masses. Yeah. For the, you're the opiate for the incel masses. Yeah, I don't know Can if I imagine, just... so, you, wait, so you think these guys are going out there and they're like, yeah, you're right. That stand-up comedian was yeah. such a misogynist. He said, don't be, don't be. Well, it's really, it's Do really. Do you want to come up to my place? And the girl says, no. It's really veiled He's misogyny. He's like, fuck you, bitch. It's really veiled misogyny. Yeah. And and that's what the incel community, that's what the Reddit community is. That's what uh, the well, Proud Boy I don't think the Reddit is. community. I think the Reddit incel community is that. Okay. I don't think you can make a sweeping generalization about Reddit. Like okay. That. No, you're right. Good call. Yeah. Good yeah. call. But I, I hate think- when people blame Reddit for that. Shit. Like Reddit is just like paper. That's like it's like it's like blaming paper for Mein Kampf. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I guess I'm the I, like miso- if, Look, that's if so misogynists want to flock to me and pay me the money. Yeah. Eh, you should you should be their king. I'll be like the Larry Cable guy of incels. <laughs> yeah, like, guys, I can't get laid. Pretty, Everyone else? I'm pretty sure that guy's name is like Randall. <laughs> oh, it is, isn't it? Yeah, something like that. But I you get should, every dude, week. You I, do it's high school to kids. Incel to incel to incel in every fucking town. They, they they text me all the time, dude. Like, I love that. Hey I man, that. thank you. I've been having a tough time. You know, blah blah blah. And blah, what's blah. it called? M G O T W. Men going their own way, which is like the worst well, what, what, sort of abbreviation. And those are the kind of guys that fall into like the proud boy, and they get cru- cru- yeah. Yo, but uh, okay, how would you give these guys advice to meet a I lady or advice. a young man? What do you want to look them? at the latest one I gave? Yeah, just say be nice to a lady. Try not to fuck her. Treat her like a friend. By the way, in the middle of of this guy writing this stuff. I plugged my podcast because at the end of the day, he said, not sure if you'll see this really. However, I just want to say thank you. I've had a bit of a crappy life. What an interesting phrase. I've had a bit of a crappy life. No, I've had a crappy life. A yeah, bit of a crappy life. It wasn't all the way shit. Just, you know, I'm sure others have had it worse. I'm sure others have had it worse. Really? You think like orphans in Sudan have it had it worse than you, buddy? But regardless, watching you has helped me turn any suffering into a joke and it helped me get through a lot. By the way, I get these every week. Seriously. <laughs> any suffering? Any suffering into a joke. Keep doing what you do best. I said, no better. Listen, man, I don't know what your crappy life is, but I knew that every day is an opportunity to change the game and create something new. And I mean that literally. I got evicted from my home. I converted to Judaism for a woman who dumped me. I had a child from my stand with a mentally ill woman. I got hit by a car, put me in a coma. But I'm grateful. I try to love people. And that's what all please defines by time on this mushug in the earth. Digging the Yiddish. And I said, probably why I do podcasts to hear stories of people reinventing themselves and you can create something from nothing. So chin up, you fucking turd. You know what I get from that bill is you are a fucking loser. You converted a Judaism for a girl that dumped you. You are king of the fucking incels. Uh, at least I don't worship an elephant, you goddamn Indian. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. You just went full hate crime on that. We can't have Bill in without getting on one fucking hate crime. I'm gonna actually going to let that go because I feel like that comment really hurts you. And that's why you wouldn't go into that place. (laughs) That dark, dark place. All right. I love you, Bill. I'll see you soon. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Peace.